Hello everyone, and welcome to another Horror for Guru. And of course, welcome to the weekend. Here we go. Uh, I wasn't actually planning to come on tonight, but yeah, this was on my watch list. <laughs> Had a few moments, I'm like, yeah, I'm watching this. Let's do it. And of course, just finished it, what, 10 minutes ago, I'm like, yeah, I'm coming online. I'm doing it. Ah, uh, what can I say? Um, this is B-movie greatness. This has at least four layers of cheese over the top. Uh, fun, you, you just got to embrace the madness. And the fact that they're hitching on to another franchise that is just as cheesy and daft. Uh, yeah, why not? Clownado, what can I say? Um, this is everything you come to expect from low budget B movie horror. Uh, overacting, wooden acting, cheesy effects, uh, dodgy storyline. It has it all, but it's fun. Oh my god, it's um, you just gotta love how uh. When someone goes on camera and they're like, we're going to have fun with us. And let's not forget boobies. God, there's boobies galore in this. And I'm a sucker for boobies, especially real ones. Not plastic boobies that don't move. Or Hollywood non-existent boobies that the actresses keep trying to show. But there's nothing to actually to put out there. Um, genuine, honest to God, boobies. Um, thank you for that. You made me a happy man. Yes, I'm at that sort of age where it doesn't take too much to make me happy. But yeah, this this movie is just fun. I don't think you're meant to take it too seriously. Let's be honest. Um, so essentially, the plot is: it starts off, and we've got this sort of film noir, uh, Sam Spade intro to a movie, which was an interesting take. I was not expecting it. What, 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 what are you expecting with it? Uh, if you see the movie poster, which is on the thumbnail, if you see the title, you know it's a rip-off, like blatant rip-off of the Sharknado movies, which I love, by the way. Um, do they count as horror or sci-fi? Because if they don't count as horror, then obviously I'm not going to go delve into it in the channel, but um, they're definitely a lot of fun. They know what they are. They're self-aware. And that's that's what I look for in a movie. A movie that's self-aware. There's nothing worse than a pretentious, shitty movie that takes itself too seriously. And it comes from the perspective of, I'm an artist. No time for that whatsoever. But a movie that's like, yeah, we've got a limited budget. What can we do? Let's just have a, a bit of a giggle and a laugh and just put something out there. What the hell, why not? Um, I'm looking at the IMDb here and 80% of the characters don't even have their picture, they don't even have full profiles. So that kind of gives me an indication that this is a group of buddies. This is a group of mates that have come together to make a movie. And I do not, this is not disparaging in any way, bloody hell good on them if you can come together with your friends and associates with an idea of let's create something and put it 
put it out there in the world. Bloody hell, why not? Once again, I'm sick of, you know, we've all been like touched by the corporate machine of Hollywood, which is dreadful. And they they believe they are the epitome of storytelling and movie making. And they just put out absolute schlock. I will never ever disparage a movie that's um you know genuinely just trying to have a bit of fun. Now I will of course make fun of a shitty movie that's trying to take itself too seriously, which we have done in the past. Um if you're trying to take yourself too seriously and you're not producing the goods, well guess what? Not happening. But yeah, this movie um <laughs> starts off, like I said, nineteen twenties like um dick tracy noir we've got what looks like a private investigator at his dame and they're talking in that i don't know it's dummy i guess not anyway but it's is this chicago or they're talking in that over the top accent anyway you know he's a piece of shit he did this to me blah 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 you know and doing all that stuff so essentially we have savannah she's Cheating on her husband, partner, whatever, who's the criminal overlord of clients and circuses. Yeah, it's that daft. But yeah, they want to rob him, take his money. He storms in. And um, God, who is it? Big Ronnie. Is it Big Ronnie? No. I think it is Big Ronnie, the, the main clown, the the overseer of the circus. And they're in a, it looks like a privatized office. And he bursts in and he's just overacting. I mean, uh, Mark Hamill's Joker looks tame in comparison to this guy, you know, giving it big licks. And he's not even in clown outfit at that point. It's, um, it's funny. So he gets dispatched. She goes back to the circus. I don't know why they have them in this classy office. It's weird. They should have had them in a caravan, you know, like a Romany type caravan or something along the end lines. I don't get why the obviously location or what was available, but it didn't fit in with the theme of the carnival theme, you know. And you know me, I'm a sucker for carnival stuff. But, um, yeah, the locations are a bit dodgy in this. Just, I think it's circumstances that they took what they can get. But, yeah, those two plotting when they're both still members of the circus didn't make sense. But, hey-ho, we'll, we'll forgive it. You have to understand with these sort of movies that the limitations of what they have to work with and to do their best so that's that's why i'm always forgiving because i genuinely get the impression and from watching the whole thing there's heart behind the movie and when there's heart and the desire to tell a story then i'm i'm all on board and it doesn't matter how cheesy it turns out to be like uh the comedy in this is on the nose the the characters are like you know we've seen them a hundred times before 
it's not trying to do anything super outrageous or different. It's just trying to give us a fun time. And I'm all on board for that. I have no problem with that whatsoever. You understand the budget, you know, is a limitation. So you, you have to forgive that. Sticking your nose up in the air and expecting each movie to be like 200 million quid every time is ridiculous. So you have to, and if we're trying to break away from the stupid Hollywood stuff of we will tell you what you will like, and if you don't like it, you're an estophobe. Um, man, sorry, but you know you have to have to give a bit of give and take, and you have to help independent artists because it's definitely an independent movie. It's B movie. It's you know it is what it is. But I had a great time. I'll not lie. I I just had fun watching it. I'm not taking anything super intellectual from it. You know, it's just there for the ride. The problem with last night's movie when I reviewed it was it was trying to be something and it fell short because it didn't. When you're trying to tell a serious story, when you're trying to tell something based on folklore, well, you need to fill in the blanks. You need to get the basics right. This movie isn't. This movie's like, we're here for boobs and gore and over-the-top characters and it's just going to be daft and fun and we'll hope you enjoy the ride and i'm cool with it um that's where you you have that kind of where i'm super critical of some movies and then movies i guess i'm like yeah you know it is what it is because it's telling you from the start what it's trying to be and that's where you that's where you pick up okay I'm not meant to take this movie seriously. I'm meant to have a bit of a laugh. I'm meant to have some fun. I'm meant to enjoy the characters. And just see where it goes. And that's that's perfectly fine with me. So you have Savannah. She uh, run away on her boyfriend, who's the owner of the circus, slash gangster. You know, that's, that's characters kind of pulling. Um, Big Ronnie... He has been with them for years. And yeah, he gets dispatched quite quickly. And then they decide to humiliate Savannah by having her in the you know the knife thrower sort of section is how it starts. And they're throwing the darts and they're sticking in there, popping balloons, and um, that's where we get our first boobies, and you realize that this is just gonna be um just sexual gratification for the sake of it. Just fun and games. And I'm all on board with that. You know what I mean? When it's done with... How do I put it? Because you know for a fact, there's movies I know that use sexual gratification to bury a bad storyline. That's where I have no time for it. When they're using uh, sexual gratification just for the fun of it, I'm all on board. You know, I think it's that I think it's that element of fun. That's the difference. When you have that element of we're here to enjoy ourselves and we're gonna use these tools and this is the sort of movie we're gonna tell. Cool, yeah, I'm on board. I'm no prude. And the fact that they're not using like fake boobies and like stick insects, they're using uh you know, we've got real women actresses. Cool, on board for that. And yeah, and they're showing the humiliation of Savannah by this. And it's a horrible relationship. So she then 
after our latest humiliation, the local uh, soothsayer slash witch slash fortune teller comes in and they decide to cast a spell. So this thing kind of ramps up quickly as to how the clownado happens. And they're casting a ritualistic spell. Oh, God. That's so cheesy. Um, yeah, and I've, I've hung around with Wiccans and all sorts, and I've seen some cheesy attempts at magic making, and this was beautifully cheesy. And the fact that the, the witch has a whole box full of human-sized hearts just at her disposal um, for the final part, and then we see the gore, and you know it's over the top gore. God, let's do it. And what they're doing is they're they're in the process of burying Big Ronnie, who they killed, and they're all in clown outfits, <laughs> so they all dress up in clown outfits to go and bury this bloke. But they decide to chop him up first, so you know that they're just doing it for the sake of gratuitous um, special effects. Fair enough. Um. Sorry, excuse me, touching one there. Um, yeah, so while they're in the process of that, these two are casting a spell. The tornado thing happens, captures them all up, and then they become demonic entities. Um, yeah, it just... Why not? Fast forward to a completely different scene entirely. Where we've got people in a strip club. And this is where we meet Bambi, who's dancing on the bar. Somebody gets a fresh bit fresh. Somebody punches the other one, turns into a mini bar fight. The dame kicks them all out and she loses her job. Yeah, because they're nice places. I have never been to a strip club. And I have had more than enough opportunities to go to one and I've just never been interested. Not that I'm afraid of native women or anything like that, just I just don't like that scene the fakeness of it. Just never really um never really felt the need. And I'm happily I don't know, I'm I'm quite frugal on a day-to-day basis, and then I spend money in stupid nerdy stuff. I can't justify going and throwing a couple hundred notes on that sort of thing. Just never um, never tickled my fancy. Not that I'm talking to anyone who does it. Do it. If it works for you, cool. It's when it doesn't work for you and you're not happy, that's when you got to question what you're doing. And that's not just that scene. Um... I question myself on certain works that I do. Uh, it's environments where I'm not happy. And it's like, do I want to spend 20 years here? No. Um, I'd rather do something productive I want to enjoy and feel invested in than just put my time in. And I, I feel that applies the same to not just stripping, but the sex industry in general. You know what I mean? If you're invested, that's what you want to do. And you're genuinely happy doing it cool but if you're unhappy you're being exploited and not enjoying what you do then you need to rethink yes it might be painful in the short term 
I have given up so many opportunities to make money because I'm not happy in that environment. I don't want to hang out with the sort of people that are in that environment. And I don't want to sell myself out. Um, but that's me. We each have our own individual standards. Not to get preach at I'm just saying, you know, um, there's people get really head up about strip clubs, for example. Oh, they're the worst thing ever. They're exploitive. Yeah, they are if you're being exploited. But if you're not being exploited and you're in charge of what you do and you're leaving a f- fulfilled existence, then who am I to say anything? That's just my, you know, uh, simple theory on it. But yeah, we're in this bar um, and the regulars are quite respectful. It's, it is that weird thing. Um, regulars know there's boundaries you don't cross. It's a show, it's a performance. Um, does get food. And it starts off because this guy, um, Hunter, picks up uh, <clears throat> a hitchhiking Elvis impersonator who just happened to be black. And they're all like, you're dressed like that right here. Um, blah, blah, blah. And it's all done in good taste. Um, I'll tell you one thing. They did the diversity thing actually really well. This could have been in your face, on your nose, like horrible. But with the nature of this movie, the fact that it's a good natured movie, and you need to take that into account, this is a good natured movie. You you feel it from the start. This is, um, like I said, good natured. We're here to have fun and just be daft for an hour and a half. It doesn't matter. Um, that's what the the woke crowd don't understand is when something's good natured and taking each character as they are, nobody gives a toss who or what they are. As long as it's done in the, the spirit of the story being told. But these people are miserable anyway and they'll never be happy. So that's why they do what they do. And that's why they've destroyed so many franchises. And this is another reason, like I've said, why horror is always going to last longer and not remain not end up damaged by this because just a phase and horror will breeze through this phase at the moment and whatever happens next after these Muppets um horror will still be horror still be weirdos wanting to make daft movies and have boobies and guts and gore all at once and mess with you and we love it for it but yeah <laughs> Elvis a person later, they end up um, going to the bar, mini bar fight, so the the dancer gets sacked. So she ends up going with them to the diner. And it's all the whole thing of how the gang gets together. That's what it is. And then we see this other young girl that some bloke appears, drives up, and goes, Would you like a ride? And she runs under the diner and sits down with these guys. Um sorry, some creep stalker mate so it's all just how to get everybody into the, the diner for the first scene major scene with the the clownado that's what kind of happens what was i expecting from clownado because obviously i'm a fan of the sharknado franchise i've seen them up to the flip of the stars um god how many movies are there now seven i've definitely seen six of them but yeah, um, 
you expect with the, the Sharknado, you know, it's run around. How can they do that with a Clownado? Well, they don't. What they do is they have this killer gang and the, the tornado like lands them where they are and then they just go in the rampage. Initially, I was a bit dubious, but it worked because of the daftness of it. So the tornado like cuts off all the uh, communications and destroys buildings. Then they land, and then they just go on a killing spree in the diner. And I'm okay with that. It was done with the story. Um, what I thought was a bit strange was that Savannah, who was escaping, she ended up in the diner as well because she was escaping the circus. Um. So they capture her, the killer. But because of the spell, she comes back to life. And she becomes a rampant killer in her own respect. And yeah, fair enough. The I thought it was a bit easy that killing her when she was one of the main characters, but then they give her her own story arc. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. That. Um. Yeah, and then the, the try to escape, but the tornado, and this is where initially I thought it was a bad idea, and then it worked because the tornado or the clownado is cutting everybody off, so it's sweeping through. Um, it's preventing any escape because it's blocking roads, and then it's trapping these people that they've nowhere to go, and then it just gets, you know, the usual cheesy goodness. Of course, Hunter has a friend who just happens to fly a plane and they just happen to know someone who has the access to liquid nitrogen and the whole theory of, you know, dispersing a tornado will destroy these people. Yeah, and the, the play at all, like, and as cheesy and daft as you expect. Um, Most of the cast get wiped out. I was a bit annoyed at um, Black Elvis getting wiped out. He was a cool character. Um, He was completely unoffensive and was just along for the ride, but yeah, the dispatch for him. Um, God, who got left? There just there is about four people left. Like the cannon fodder, this is ridiculous. Like nobody else outside the small bubble in the truck gets killed. But that's fair enough. That's that's what a you know it's a slasher stroke, um, gory B movie. You know that's what you expect from it. Uh, it's not trying to be anything pretentious, so. Yeah, I just go that. Yeah, and then it comes to this conclusion. They do that in the plane. Clowns still survived, but then we'll have Savannah reappear again and battles them while they escape, and then they just kind of end the story there. Um, not much to it. You know, it's nothing, it's not Oscar bait or anything like that. It's just a fun B movie. And I had a laugh, and it's one I would stick on again. Even his background, just just for a bit of fun, and do you know what? Sometimes you need that. It's unless it, and this is where my um sort of fandom or what is it? The movies I like kind of diverge. I love cheesy nonsense like this because it's portrayed as cheesy nonsense. I'm not trying to be anything, but if you're trying to be a serious you know, drama-driven movie, then you need to do it right. And that's why I'm so critical 
when something tries to be cerebral or classy you know if you're only doing it from an artist's point of view of oh i'm an artist you wouldn't understand well piss off no time for you um i'm less critical of these sort of movies because they're doing what they're meant to and they're telling you what they're going to be and you just go along for the ride where as you know where movies have been super critical of when they're trying to be clever but they're not because they can't get the basics right um i just think it's pretentious i have no time for it so yeah i could watch a hundred of these movies and just have a giggle and a laugh and yeah there's no real plot but it doesn't matter because it's not trying to be and it's not trying to preach to you or do anything like that it's just trying to have a bit of fun and why not so there you go there's my review short and sweet hope you enjoyed it uh keep up with the other channel obviously with uh quite a bit going on this weekend actually with few live streams uh with guests so uh keep up to date with that uh do the type of clicky things and until next time keep it creepy keep it horrific <laughs>